Frontier Missions Journal. Stories of hope for the unreached with Adventist Frontier Missions. Hello, my name is Leandro and along with my wife Aline, we are from Brazil and we served in the SUSU project in 2018. This story is titled Inspiring Young Minds. We arrived there without exactly knowing what a ministry we were going to do. But after a few weeks there, we saw a lot of um, young people at the church. Most of them were not baptized and they were like without many things to do. And I talked with the, our um, team leader and said, Hey, Uncle Fred, we must do something with youth. And he said, Okay, let's go. What's your plans? And I said, Hey, I'm a master guide in Pathfinders. We should work with a Pathfinder program here. What do you think? He said, Okay, that's perfect. And in the next couple weeks, I looked at the church, some maybe five or seven nice, young and committed guys and girls who could be the leaders of the Pathfinders. And I started working with them, inviting them to come to our house two times a week to work in a leadership small group. And during that time, we taught them the basics of the Pathfinders, the unities, drew order, the spiritual ways, how we can work with the kids. And we spent time chatting, eating together. It's really important to eat together. For six months, we spent only time trying to guide and to really explain that people how to work with Pathfinders. And every Sunday, we got along not only with that small group, but the entire youth ministry from the church. And every Sunday, we had different activities. And after a while, um, we got in touch with the president of the Guinean conference. And he said, wow, that, I think that work with Pathfinders can be really good, not only for the youth in Fria, but also for the entire country. Are you able to plan like a campery to train all of them? I said, why not? I prayed, I discussed with my leader about that, and we decided to have one week campery with the youth from the entire country. We planned, we prayed, we had to, to raise funds for this, this campery. 
It was really fun to plan that. I had help from different friends from other countries with um, materials, with books, French books, French materials, and we, we were able to create a curriculum for the Guinean youth to develop a good Pathfinder group over there. And in that one-week training, we planned everything, but as you might may think, the plans sometimes, they don't go as we really plan. In our first day, the ladies for the kitchen, they didn't show up at all. And it was difficult to get food for more than 50 youth with us. And then we had uh, some lectures and one other teacher never showed up. And we had a water shortage in our campery. We spent a lot of time without water, without energy. And it was really difficult the first day. But we prayed. God solved every problem in his way, but we were all committed to do a great, great job for his glory. Because we had guys, they traveled like 36 hours by car just to come to this training. And we were like, oh, we must do our best. God help us do, to do our best. And the time passed, we were working, we did a lot of activities, exercises. We woke up like three in the morning to run, to do some drills. Uh, we studied the Bible and it was amazing to see some Muslims, uh, guys, excited about the Bible, opening the Bible, reading the Bible, because it was the curriculum and we taught them how to use the Bible. So we were so excited. We were thrilled to see those guys studying the Bible and learning about Christ with us. And we worked throughout the week. The, the Sabbath we were planning to finish our program on a Sabbath at the church. And I woke up really early in the morning and I started to pray with God. And God talked to me, the Holy Spirit talked to me and said, Hey, there's maybe some youth ready to be baptized. Why don't you make an appeal for them to get baptized? And one minute later, I got a call from Uncle Fred, my team leader. I said, hello, Uncle Fred. Hello, Pastor Leandro. I was praying this morning, and why don't you make an appeal for baptism? I said, hey, Uncle Fred, I was thinking about that. I think that's a really good idea. And I asked him, um, but we don't have water in the tank. 
The tank is outside of the church and we are in the raining season. The tank is full of frogs and dirty. How can we baptize them if someone decides to, to get baptized? And he said, no worries, we have a river nearby. We can just walk for the river. And Uncle Fred asked me, oh, what about, about the robes to, to baptize them? I said, don't worry, pathfinders are baptized with their uniforms. That's the perfect um, uniform to be baptized. And we moved for the church. We started singing and it was an amazing moment. All the pathfinders, they, they had a very nice song. They sang in the choir. It was amazing. And it was the moment for the appeal for the baptism. Before that, I was praying, Lord, please guide that youth people. Please guide them and give me the right words for that. And I stood up. I did that appeal in French. It was like the very first time speaking in French in front of the church. But God gave me the words when I started to talk and when I said the word baptism. Four different guys just like jumped from the bench and we want to be baptized. Oh, it was the most amazing feeling in our hearts. In the church, many, many people started to cry and to sing. And I saw a bunch of people running out of the church to clean the baptismal tank. They took the frogs, the dirty water from the tank, and they went way well. I don't know, maybe 20 meters deep well to, to get water. And there, is, there was even a pregnant woman carrying water in a bucket to fill the tank in order to those guys get baptized. It was such amazing moment. There was no need to go to the river because in like 20 minutes the tank was ready to receive those special souls. There wasn't enough buckets for the number of people trying to help to make that happen. The church was so, so much happy and so do we. And we invited along with the pastors to and those four youth to go to the baptismal tank. It was raining, but nobody Nobody was caring about the, the, the rain. We were outside and we baptized the first lady. We baptized one guy. We baptized the other and the fourth. And at the end, 
I said, hey, I know there is more people here ready to get baptized. The local pastor was there with us and he said, yes, there is more people here ready for the baptism. And one by one, they were, they were coming to the tank to get baptized. And in that day, we saw the Holy Spirit really, really working in the lives of that youth people. And in that day, we baptized 19 precious souls to God. And by that time, we were just students missionary. And that day, I decided with my wife, we were just students missionaries by that time. And I said to my wife, and my wife said to me, we belong to the mission field. Here is the place where we must be. Because our plans in the beginning was to serve for one year as students missionaries and then move back to Brazil. But when we saw the Holy Spirit working in that mighty way, we knew that we never should leave the mission field because there is no other place where we ever saw that something like that happen. So the mission field is the place where we should be. And if you are listening to us, you can help other missionaries staying, living in the mission field. You can help with your prayers. You can help with your donations. And you can serve also as a missionary to see what God can do through your work in the mission field. Thank you for listening to Frontier Missions Journal. God bless.